to Who Charted, six charts in six minutes. My name is Manish Kata, and with me, as always, I got Danny Boy. What's up? What's going on? Back from vacay and ready to get to it. Let's get after it. All right, first chart. This one's for the inflationistas out there. Five-year break-even inflation rate. I like this one because it's what market participants, investors, are actually pricing into the market uh, in terms of inflation expectations. Now, we can see here in the near term, we are running a little hot. or above the Fed's 2% level. Um, at the bottom of the chart, 26-week linear regression slope, so kind of a measure of the trend. What's interesting to me is we're on the verge of going negative here. So you could see uh, a situation where inflation expectations uh, turned negative over the, over the past uh, six months in terms of the trend. Now, everybody got excited about the inflation trade back in November with the vaccine news, uh, but this actually turned positive back in the July timeframe. And that's really when that kind of rotation, cyclical rotation trade uh, started to work and it got some juice in November with the vaccine news. But what's interesting to me is that 26 week LR slope is about to turn negative. I'd also highlight, we don't spend a lot of time above the 2.4% level. This chart goes back 18 years and we haven't been there that long. Emerging markets, when I started my career, there was a period of time after 2001, two-ish, where EEM went on an absolute tear. Uh, people were allocating to emerging markets left and right. Since that, it's basically underperformed every asset class. And six months ago, it's starting to get some, some rally behind it. It started to look good. And all of a sudden, once again, it's underperforming everything. A lot of times, uh, right now, a big reason of that is because of China, right? China has a 44% drawdown, as you can see, the, the ARCA China index. And that's 33% of emerging markets, if you look at EEM. Continues to struggle. It's just not something with markets making all-time highs that you want to even bother with at this point. Allocate somewhere else. Buy what works and move on with your life. All right, what doesn't appear to be working right now is the Canadian dollar against the U.S. dollar. And this is kind of interesting to me uh, because it's another one for the inflationistas. Uh, Canada, very much a commodity country, uh, if you think about it in terms of implications for equity markets and, and rotations that we're seeing uh, within the equity market. You know, the Canadian dollar peaked back in May and it's been under pressure ever since. Cracked the 50-day moving average, 50-day moving average starting to turn lower. Now, last Friday, got down to the breakout level and quickly rallied. So um, that's something I'd be watching. If I was betting on the inflation trade continuing, uh, I'd be paying close attention to commodity currencies, things like the Canadian dollar. You could put the New Zealand dollar in there as well. Um, if this breaks down, you kind of have to question, in my view, your thesis about the inflation trade, the cyclical trade, uh, anything else tied to rising inflation. So watching CAD closely here as it tests the breakout level as support, uh, does it break or does it bounce? Last week or two weeks ago, uh, the last episode of Who Charted, I talked about small caps having seven months of nothing. Uh, and it, that continues and it keeps touching the same support level around um, 2130 on the Russell and every time it bounces. And actually, as we're recording this, small caps are rallying. However, in our opinion, we like to look at breadth as a leading indicator. And while Russell has not made a new low, the 80 line on the Russell 2000 has made a new low for the year, at least. And so it's going to break one way or the other, obviously. But in our opinion, at this point, you're probably going to head lower if the, the 80 line on the Russell continues to uh, make lower lows. Uh, so that's something where we want to watch in the next couple of weeks to see the direction of small caps and, and the market overall. 
All right, last one for me, utilities. Uh, utilities actually on the verge of breaking to a new high. You can kind of see it here, uh, hugging a really short-term moving average. Just want to throw that in there to give you a sense of uh, how kind of all over the place this has been uh, since the March 2020 lows, but now uh, getting up to the highs that we saw pre-COVID. Um, that's kind of interesting. Maybe it means something, maybe it doesn't in light of the fact that the S&P 500 is making new highs, but more interesting to me is the relative trend. Now let's make, not make a mistake. The relative trend is still down. Uh, S&P 500 utilities index relative to the S&P 500 is still very much in a downtrend, but starting to poke its head up here a little bit. Uh, it took out its 50 day moving average, taking out uh, a downtrend line. So for me, this is something I want to be paying attention to, especially if the major markets start to crack some near-term support levels with utilities outperforming. That could be a risk-off type signal. So that's one I'm watching closely and will continue to watch. Last one for me, on the top you have the S&P 500 and the bottom you have a 21-day breadth ratio that we use. Uh, typically when, when markets start to rally and or make a new high, you want to see strong breadth. In terms of the 21-day, it wants over 50 is something you want to see. Like if you look back at November, December as we were coming out of uh, those lows, you know, we were notching 60 to 100 on that breadth indicator. Now what's happened recently with every new high, the 21-day breadth indicator has remained negative. Uh, and that's not a good sign. Uh, ultimately, you want broad market participation. This is something that we're going to continue to watch to see you know, if the breadth indicator remains negative while the SP continues to make new highs. It's something you want to fade. It's not something that you want to participate in. So that's important us to keep an eye on. That's it for me. All right, and that's it for today. Thanks, everybody, for taking time out to watch. Don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to hit the like button, and we'll be back soon with uh, six charts in six minutes again. Thank you. Have a good one. Clients of Potomac Fund Management may maintain positions in the securities discussed in this podcast.